sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Morning, everyone. It's good to see everyone here. Nice, beautiful morning. We can gather and worship our Lord and Savior. And uh, hopefully this morning we can be encouraged as we live here on this earth. This one song that uh, was picked kind of speaks a little bit what I'd like to talk about this morning. I'm going to read this one verse. It was uh, Come Gracious Spirit, number 311. Verse 2 talks about, or says, The light of truth to us displayed, and make us know and choose thy way. Plant holy fear in every heart, that we from God may ne'er depart. That we from God may ne'er depart. So what I'd like to talk about a little bit this morning is truth. It is something that is being challenged big time in our day. And if you just think about this verse that this songwriter put to song, the light of truth to us display, make us know and choose thy way, plant holy fear in every heart that we from God may ne'er depart. That is a very good um, prayer to have in every one of our hearts. Truth. For a text, why don't we turn to John, 1 John chapter 1. I think I'll read the whole verse. I mean the whole chapter. Let's begin in verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. These things I write unto you, these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This, then, is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you, that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, 
And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and the word is not in us. So that is what I've been, that's what I've had for my personal devotions, and uh, it kind of corresponded with um, a little story that we read as, uh, as in our family devotions, and I'd like to read that, and kind of why I'm thinking about these things in our day. Truth, what is it? Our society has made truth fluid, very fluid. Has that affected us in any way? If it has, we are deceived. And the truth is not in us. Proverbs 23, verse 23 says, Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. So I'm going to read this little uh, devotion that we had as a family devotion. For family devotion. As As a young married man in 1972, I read an article in a Christian parodical describing a profound change in the way people view truth. Instead of truth being understood as absolute, it is becoming a commodity relative to the whims and time and culture and the individual. No longer were certain matters always understood as being true according to the Jiduo Christian understanding of the scriptures. Rather, the concept of truth was on a march to be whatsoever somebody wanted it to be. John 17, 17, I write from God's word as God's word is true, truth. John 17, 17, it has been true. It presently is true. It will always be true. God declares it. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Malachi 3, verse 6, he says, I am the Lord God. I change not. The psalmist proclaims in Psalms 119, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Jesus declares in John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The scripture leaves no doubt that God and his word are truth. Upon that I stand. We should stand and make no apology. American culture has largely deserted this reality during my lifetime. Sure, some people believe, some people before my time have proclaimed that God is dead. But the proclamation has gained wide acceptance in the 1960s and beyond. Isn't that amazing how God, people believe God is dead. There's a lot of people that believe that. Um, The Supreme Court has succeeded to ban Bible reading and prayers in public schools as an unalienable right to freedom of religion as well as freedom of religion, even though, I'll skip some of this, uh, it kind of gets, whatever, but um, we live, we live, well, let me uh, read this paragraph. <clears throat> I grew up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, this person writing that did, when a neighbor divorced his wife and married another woman. It was talked about both among Christians and non-Christians. All agreed it was wrong. The truth of Scripture was still held as sacred. But today the world and many professing Christians hardly blink at divorce and remarriage. Forsaking the truth has devolved 
the sanctity of marriage. <clears throat> we also live in time when truth is assailed on many times, many sides. Um, as men wor- wax worse and worse, we as children of God should take heart. God has placed us in this time and place to be a witness to the truth. We do not need to apologize for being truthful. When all is said and done in this life, the judge of all the earth will do what is right. Those who embrace, embrace truth today will not be ashamed on that day of judgment. Those who embrace truth today will not be ashamed on that day of judgment. We do not want to be ashamed on that day of judgment. Sometimes today it may feel somewhat Shameful to embrace truth and what the Bible says because it goes so much against society and the way people feel and the way, you know, your idea. But the Bible's God's word. I would a whole lot rather be ashamed today than to be ashamed on that great and final day. Proverbs 23, 23 says, By the truth and sell it not, these are twin pillars by which we should live in this age of massive information. It is harder to determine what is true but we will still seek for the truth. Should we not? We must be patient in our search and pray that God will show us what the truth is. Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? But he was seemingly too preoccupied to wait for the answer. When you find the truth, embrace it and treasure it as a lasting value. Do not sell the truth. Truth must never become a commodity, something bartered for, for another thing we want, for another thing that we want. Or auctioned off because we do no longer need it. Judas Iscariot agreed to betray the Son of God for 30 pieces of silver. When the enormity of his adverence overwhelmed him, he went and hung himself. Esau despised his birthright by trading it for a bowl suit. Afterwards, he wept bitterly with futile longing for his great loss. Both biblical and contemporary history are littered with the shipwrecks of those who forsook the truth. They erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. These are examples for us so that we do not fall in the same manner of unbelief. So it's just been a burden on my heart to value truth. And uh, I have a couple Bible verses here. Proverbs twenty three twenty three. like I read, says, Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction. Isaiah forty four eighteen through 20 says, They have not known or understood, for he hath shut their eyes, they cannot see their heart, and their hearts they cannot understand, and none considereth in his heart, neither is there any knowledge nor understanding. I have burned to say, I have burned part of it in the fire. Yea, I also have baked bread upon the coals thereof. I have roasted flesh and eaten it. I shall make the residue thereof an abomination. Shall I fall down on the stock of a tree? He feedeth on ashes. A deceived heart hath turned him aside that he cannot deliver his soul, nor say there is, is there not a lie in my right hand. Isaiah 59, 14 says, And judgment is turned away backwards, and justice standeth afar off, for truth is fallen in the streets, and equity cannot enter. <clears throat> Second Timothy says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts, they have heaped to themselves teachers having itchy ears, itching ears, that they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. So what is truth? What is it? We have been giving, given the word of truth. Let's treasure it. 
It is the only thing that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Truth is not just what works. In popular theory, that is kind of what a lot of people base their truth on. Well, if it works, it must be true. There are things that can work that are not true. There are things that you can kind of figure out that are not true. Truth is the expedient way in of... Truth is the expedient in the way of knowing. A statement is known to be true if it brings the right result. This is the expedient as confirmed by future experience. Just because something works doesn't mean it's true. Truth is not what is comprehensive. Another idea is that the that the view that explains the most data is true. So if we gather enough of data and we make our everything sound good, well, then it must be true. It's not the truth. This is probably one that uh, has infiltrated our society the most. Truth is not what feels good. A lot of people go, well, if it makes me feel good and I feel right and this seems right, it must be true. The popular subjective view is that truth gives a satisfying feeling and errors feel bad. Truth is found in our subjective feeling. That is a new, that is, that's kind of a new theory. You know, if it feels good, if it seems right, it must be true. You know what? A lot of times the truth hurts. But one thing the truth brings is freedom. The real truth will bring freedom even if we may be in a um, even if we may be in a in a hard place. Truth, the real godly truth will always bring freedom. If the truths are set us free, we shall be free indeed. That is a good way to uh, gauge if we're walking in the truth, if we're walking in the light. Do we feel free? Do we feel happy? Do we feel light? Are our burdens being able? Are we able to be casting our burdens on the Lord? Is it working in that respect? If we're burdened down, we're walking in error. And a lot of times when we begin to focus, like Peter when he was walking out there uh, on uh, the waters, and he kept his eye on the truth, he succeeded. Even though the clouds were dark and the rain might have been heavy, I don't know if it's raining or not, the waves were big, but he succeeded and he was walking. Once he got his eyes off the truth, he began to sink. And that is a good gauge for us. Are we sinking? And sometimes we can get our eyes off the truth and we begin to falter in our Christian life, in our thought life. We begin to question what is right, what is wrong. We need to get back to the actual word of God. And sometimes that don't feel good. Did you know the Bible says that all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire? Not just some, not just a few, not just the ones that do major lying, but all liars. And if you begin to let those truths settle into our hearts, it brings a freedom because it's true. And we, uh, we take action to mitigate that because the Bible also says, like we read, that if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive our sins. So many times we make excuses for these things. Take, for instance, lying. Well, you know, I didn't really mean to. That's not my heart. It's not my normal normal procedure, you know. And we start doing that, and we don't go back to the Word of God and confess that and get rid of it. Then we're free if we say, you know what? I said a lie. That is wrong, and I'm going to confess it. And we, we find freedom... Because we're doing it like the Word of God says. 
We have gotten so close to going by our feelings sometimes. We can justify things by how we feel, but that's not the way the Bible says to do it. And I think even in, you know, even in my own heart, well, you know, Lord, I really didn't mean that. Let's just take the word of God for what it is. If we do something wrong, let's admit it. And let's then go to the next step and confess it, clear ourselves, and we can walk in freedom. We can walk with a glow on our face because we do what the actual word of God says. As Christians, we talk about absolute truth. That is, what is true for one person is true for everybody. That is what's getting challenged in our day to day. Well, it may be true for you, but it's not true for me. It may work for you, but it doesn't work for me. You know what? The Bible is true for the world over, for every, every person, every circumstance, everything. And, if, and uh, that is absolute truth. It is not subject to our feelings or to our circumstances. It doesn't shift from one person to the next. One time, there was this old man, a music teacher. His friend stopped by, and he asked him, what's the good news today? The old teacher was silent. He stood up, and he walked across the room, and he picked up a hammer. And he struck a tuning fork. As the note sounded throughout the room, he said, that is an A. It is today... It was 5,000 years ago, and it will be 10,000 years from now, the world standing. Some soprano people might be singing off. Tenor people might be singing off or hitting high notes or off key. He struck the note again, and he said, that is an A, my friend, and that is the good news today. The truth is something you can stand on like that. The Bible is the same yesterday, today, forever and ever. And let's gauge our Christian life by the Bible. And a good way to do that is how are we feeling? The truth doesn't depend on our feelings. If we, if we stand on this rock and we don't step aside, we can have the victory that it promised all the way from the beginning to the end. It is there for us. It behooves us to be discerning of that deception in this world. John is writing these letters with serious concern of the truth. If we walk in the light as he in the light, he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the word and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. I believe that we also <clears throat> can have that inner witness of the Holy Ghost when we walk in the truth. If we walk in the light as he gives us the light, we, oh no, the, the verse I'm thinking above, it, about is, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And if we walk in that truth, that light that he gives us, and we stand upon it, we have that inner witness of the Holy Spirit that we are walking in the truth. There's just something there. 
that this is truth. This is right. Let's fight together to walk in that. I think it's very important, like I said earlier, that we be aware of this. That deception of truth being fluid is very, very common in our day. Truth is something, let's see, um, oh, one way that I feel we can be sure that we walk in truth is by abiding in him. If we abide alone and we feel like we have a new truth or a special truth, those should bring red flags to us. Or if somebody comes along and has found new revelation. There's, that is different than reading the Bible and be spoken to and seeing something that is new to us. But when we all of a sudden hear of these new revelations, let's be careful. Because the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it is the only thing that will stand the test of the time. And these new things that come up, unless they are... I, I guess I'm just saying, let's be careful with some of those ideas because they can be deceptive. And the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is the same. It, it leads people the same way it did back in the Bible times as it should today for us. The art of abiding in the truth, abiding in Jesus, living in Jesus is not a passive thing. This doesn't happen by accident. It is an active thing. It is something that we have to engage ourselves in so that we are able to be discerning and, and find the truth. We must give ourselves both mentally and spiritually to living for Jesus. <clears throat> to continue, to continue a certain state, condition, or activity, it means to remain the same place over a period of time, to, res to remain or to stay, to abide in the word of God. Truth is not a, uh, let me see what, uh, somewhere here I had an another definition I wanted to read. If truth was a straight line, A and B, truth would continue. It would expect what was true at the beginning would be true at the end, like train tracks. Truth should mirror itself. John explains that these teachers started when they were, but did not continue with them. The word continue is the same word as abide in there. So I guess my burden for each one of us 
today is let's give ourselves to the never changing truth and how we can i don't know if i can quite explain my uh my burden but that somehow we would be sure that we are upholding the truth in our lives and not not gauging it by how i feel let's not go by how our our feelings will come if we do what the word of God says, if we abide in the word, if we walk in the light. But then let's also be careful. Um, it's kind of, it kind of seems like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth when I say we shouldn't go by our feelings what, what is true or not. But I believe the feelings or the, the, what the Bible says about being free indeed. That is a gauge if we feel like we're in bondage, we're sad, we're burdened down, and we, can't, we don't feel the freedom of Christ. That is a sign of not walking in the light. And uh, sometimes, when, sometimes we need to just stand on the word of God and walk in truth. The Bible says this, this is what I'm going to do. And the feelings of joy and light might not be there right away, but there is a feeling of of knowing that you're doing the right of God. There's a witness of the Holy Spirit that that witnesses with our spirit that we are the sons of God and that we're walking in the light. And I believe too by our brothers and sisters um, that uh, that is that uh, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all our sins. So I feel like I'm, I'm not making as much sense as I was hoping I would, but um, let's, let's beware in our day how truth has be, been broken down and left in the streets, especially in our society. And let's, let, let's not let that infiltrate into the way that we look at the word of God and the way that we apply it to our hearts, but that the seriousness of what the word of God says should be serious to us. It needs to be serious to us. If the word of God says lying is wrong, lying is wrong. If the word of God says um, bitterness is wrong, bitterness is wrong. And there is no excuse for it. If the word of God says that we need to lay aside these things that do so easily beset us, let's see what those things are. What are those things that are besetting us? And let's lay them aside. Because I would a whole lot rather be ashamed today than be ashamed on that great and final day because eternity is too long to miss. Eternity is too long. Our life is too short here to try to make it so easy for us that we miss that then. I don't know. I just don't feel like I feel all scattered and I don't know why. But, uh, but anyhow, that's, I guess the thing I, I, wanna, I want to uh, drive home for us today is... What we are doing, is it true? Is it the truth? Is it something that's really true? And the way that we can gauge it by, does it match up with this? When we read this word of God, do we feel a connection? Do we feel like what we're doing is right? Is it right? May the Lord bless and give us wisdom in, in our day to do and stand upon the word of God, the truth, the only thing that will that is uh, that is solid these days pretty much
And those blessings will come. There will be a mountain of blessings to come if we do that. Just by the communion we have with each other and the communion we have with God, it is untradeable. It is something that the world is looking for. We will have joy unspeakable. We will have peace that passes all understanding that men can't even explain to you. That is what comes. If we don't have joy unspeakable and full of glory, if we don't have the peace that passes all understanding, what's, are we doing something that's not true? Are we doing something that doesn't line up with the Bible? And if so, let's turn to the word of God. That rock that cannot be blown over. And there's nothing or no one that can take us from that truth except ourselves. And that is what's so scary is people can become deceived and they don't know it. They think they're walking in the truth and they can't see it. That's why we need to weigh it on the word of God. And like it says there in John, we shall have fellowship one with another. If we're not having fellowship one with another and we're distant in our relationships, all we can't get along with anybody It's a big question mark. The Bible says that if we walk in truth, we will have fellowship one with another. We will. And uh, if we don't have that peace, be careful. And if we don't have that joy, what's wrong? It is too dangerous to miss. Let's be encouraged because this truth is available to all. There's no one and nothing that it can't set free. So... Sorry for my scatteredness. May the Lord bless.